Hi, welcome to Parenting Overload. I'm David. And I'm Trisha. We've been married for about three years. And yeah, it's great. (laughs) Together for nine. Together for nine, woo. (laughs) And we just had our first baby girl. 15 months ago. 15 months ago. Beautiful. Seven ounce. No. <laughs> seven ounce. Six pounds. Seven, seven ounce. Pounds, seven ounce. Yeah. Whatever. See? That's how good I am. But <laughs> the one thing that we're pretty good at is parenting that we think. So we decided to share that. Also, what we're doing is my background, a little bit about me, is I started out in summer camp. For maybe about five years, worked summer camp, worked with kids. And then I went transitioned to daycare where I worked from infants to about three-year-olds. And I really uh, started working with two-year-olds. And for you? I started out babysitting and everything really young. And then also worked in child care, which is where we first met, um, working with from infants up to five years old, but then spent most of my time with three-year-olds. And that's that's how we got started in Child Club. We have moved on and everything, but what we want to talk about first is the parent perspective. The parent's of perspective of childcare. All right. <laughs> what what I what we're gonna talk about is the good, the bad, and the ugly. So we kind of figured before we give like a parent perspective, because we've had both perspectives, that we should talk about what it's like first from the teacher perspective that maybe you don't realize unless you're in that situation Um, for good as far as teaching. Like having a Monday to Friday schedule was really nice because our careers now, we don't have that. Sometimes we work nights, we work weekends, we you know, work a lot of really crazy hours. So that was definitely a plus. A huge negative for teaching was obviously the pay. Yeah, definitely the pay. Like you definitely don't get as much as what you seem as what you would get. And being like a parent, you in realizing that now and seeing the teachers out there, that's why we kind of step up and do special things such as give like surprise the teachers with donuts sometimes or bring in like sandwiches because or bring in supplies other people don't understand the child care is a limited it's sometimes they're not for profit and they're not there to make money they're there to help you i understand that but as a teacher i was spending a lot on getting supplies like certain things like buying a watermelon to see what the kids would think of a watermelon was it sour was it sweet how big do you think, how much do you think it weighs? Like, you know, just doing like educational stuff with it, but things that, you know, that the daycare pretty much didn't provide. And a lot of parents think that, because depending on the school, you might have like an art supply fee that you do like once a year, which ours is coming up in August, we'll have one. And it's a $100 supply fee, which sounds like a lot until you realize how much crayons and markers you're going to need and how quickly those things break or wear out because kids, of course, don't know to put the lids on all the way and things like that. Mm. So it's nice to just... (laughs) 
I mean, but the other things about, like, another plus about being a teacher is, like, the unrelentless love that you get from the kids Mm -hmm. for you showing up every day. And, you know, as a parent, I appreciate all those people that show up every day. So it's kind of hard to see walking in. If I see someone who has a bad attitude that's sitting there, and I got to leave them with the kid, leave my kid with them. Yeah. That's just kind of hard, you know? It's rough. It is. And then also, is like, I don't really, tr- full, I trust my kid, but the other thing, the other, another, a negative thing is when I drop her off, when I drop my daughter off, like, like when I first heard it, I was blown away when she was running around our house saying, mine, 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 because I sure didn't teach her that. And that's the other thing that these kids are like sponges and they just pick up and I can't control what these other kids say or do or, you know, it's just kind of hard to train, not train them, but, you know, parent them and mold them in the right situation. Well, something she's going to pick up from wherever. Yeah. You can't just blame school, but. I'm not, but but I'm just, but that's where she is majority of her day. Right. And it was like. She started saying that after, like, her first couple days in the new classroom. <laughs> so that, I think that definitely came from one of the other kids, but that was, that was a school one for sure. Yeah. Now, moving on to more the difficult side. Like the parenting side. The parenting side, the bad of childcare. Well, not the bad, just different perspectives. Well, okay, yes. But what I think is, number one is the cost. It's so much just to have her there. It's ridiculous. Like, I'm not going to name the price that we pay. And sometimes it is the price what you pay for what you get I understand that but at the same time we're working we're working people it's kind of hard I know we have family in town but they all have jobs I can't ask them to stay at home with my daughter and Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard not everyone has that and it's just coming to the realization it's 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 tough to get by sometimes you know and then on top of that we have to provide everything yeah they don't provide food or anything there snacks aren't provided um, so you're paying the full cost for her schooling and then providing everything, which we do. We like the daycare. It's very clean. It's very secure. All of the doors, you need like a keypad to get into. Um, they have cameras in all the rooms. So it's definitely a really nice daycare. Um, the cost, I think, fits the the quality of care. But it's it's definitely a lot. It's, it's, it's definitely it's a hard. a huge cost. And then on top of that, when they say that the teachers need a raise, which I totally agree with them to a perspective, but now that's my money that's giving them a raise. It's kind of, it's kind of hard. It's like I'm at a double-edged sword right now. That they're you jumping know, up tuition. That the, that they're jumping up tuition and everything. Which of course, when we were teachers, we were all about you know the raises. I mean, I think everybody is, but it's rough as the parent that now tuition's going up even more. <laughs> you know? So it's the, interesting that we get kind of both both perspectives of it when we were younger and you know worked there but still lived at home so we didn't really have real bills or anything like that to now to where we're just paying for it and we have real bills (laughs) (laughs) it's It's so so much fun i love it now moving on to our other one next we'll probably be talking about some of the ugly of it some of the things that we see in the daycare 
that we kind of know that shouldn't be there or shouldn't be doing. Just and, because of our experience as teachers before. And some of the things that have happened at our daycare mm-hmm. that that we personally went through on the parent perspective and on the teacher perspective were like, no big deal, but... These are these are some pretty big ta- some pretty big deals, and I know most people are not as laid back as us. So we'll be getting to that next. All right, so now we're gonna get into, I guess, some of like the really more ugly parts of things that can happen at daycare. Um, not necessarily just hating on like her daycare, but just in general things that as a parent, if you're not there to see it, you don't know what's happening. Um, one of the biggest things that Wait, happened before you even get started, oh, let geez. me just let me just mention that there are cameras in every single room and they can play back everything. So it's not like mm-hmm. we don't know exactly what's going on, but we don't have access to these cameras. Right. But so you're, you're also not going to walk in every day at pickup and say, "Let me play back the camera for a well, full day." Well, not when know? the teacher's not being unresponsive. Like well, I mean, like yeah. what we've had. Well, here's one instance that we had. Mm-hmm. So the biggest one that happened was back when our daughter was still in the infant room. She was maybe eight or nine months or so. I guess about eight months. About, yeah. Um, And she had a teacher that was like the afternoon teacher who's no longer at the daycare. She moved on to somewhere else. Um, But she gave a different child our daughter's bottle, which doesn't sound like that big of a deal. Because I had a... It wasn't a big deal to me. Trisha wasn't too happy about well, the whole situation when you first found out about it. The the thing I wasn't happy with is I understand completely accidents happen. Her teacher is a human being. I get that. What I didn't like was the response to it because when I walked in at pickup and realized what happened, that our daughter and another child had the same style bottles. So that's why, I mean, things can easily get confused. The bottles are labeled with their names and the date. But it's the same bottle. If you have a crying baby, you might just grab a bottle to calm them down. I get that. What he didn't like was when I asked the teacher about it. Even though we both knew what happened, we both could see that the child that she was just feeding when I walked in drank from the bottle that had our daughter's name on it. She lied straight to my face. And then when I proved to her what happened and explained to her, like, look, I get it. It's an accident. Accidents happen. She just blew it off like it was no big deal. To me, that's an issue. Absolutely. Um, and then, and luckily our daughter doesn't have allergies or anything that we really have to worry about. Um, but I did talk to the director about it because it can be an issue. Um, and she said that the other child actually does have really severe allergies. And then they had to call that child's parents and let them know, you know, what happened. Because he is actually on like a special type of formula and can't just drink anybody else you know regular formula breast milk what have you so that i mean was for me the biggest thing that's happened to her daycare well so far. yes that and plus i i and then the next day i had a the director came in and explained it to her teacher who's there full-time who gave her care and she that teacher was more apologetic than the afternoon teacher which mm-hmm. was which we, we really appreciated and like you know we didn't totally freak out because Trisha and I have both been there and right. have had accidents where we had to have sit down and had tough, tough conversations with some parents about potty training or behavioral issues. Right. And I understand this is an accident. So we were forgiving on that aspect. 
but, I was more upset at the teacher's reaction. Not, yes. not what happened. Accidents happened. You gave the kid the wrong bottle. I get it. You're a person. You're going to make mistakes. That's fine. But for me, it was her reaction to it. I totally agree with you because it's reactions, body language gives off a lot. Mm-hmm. So when I, but here's another pet peeve that I've noticed where, wherever we go, if I just look in like the little child area or wherever, like at, at the like Y, the at like a, the gym, and I just see. Like, I'll give you another instance. It wasn't her daycare. wasn't that. But me and my wife tried to go work out, and they had a daycare inside the gym. Yeah. And she was maybe, uh, she was like, what? Under a year. Under a a year or so. And it was, the flu season was high. Okay. And she wasn't sick. She's, you know, so we walk in, and I went down, went over to the child side, and then I see this this only one lady in there no kids in there and she's like oh here we'll play with her and then all of a sudden i hear this like moaning and groaning coming from the corner and this person who looks like death and it literally says on the door right when you walk in please do not bring your child if you have the flu this girl looked like she had the flu and did not go see the doctor and then you wanted me to leave my child in there and she was there as like like a child care watcher, what you know? Yeah, I mean? a child care, but like that's that's one instance that has nothing to do with her child care, but to deal with some of the things. If you're gonna post a note and put it on there, mm-hmm. please implement it for your staff. Yeah. If your staff, and I don't care how short staff you are, how anything, but if you go off and you try to implement a rule, please follow through with you and your staff if you're trying to do it with the children. Mm-hmm. That that was a big mind blower. Now, another thing that I also noticed when, and I know you pointed out to me too, is when we go into things like, you know, YMCA or gyms or some, and we always look in the childcare, and then you always see those people, always see those teachers on their phones. Even sometimes when I walk, when I drive around after I drop her off and they already have a classroom outside at her daycare, not going to name names, but I see teachers out there on their phones, not paying attention. And on that, and on the playground, I'd rather see you running around getting dirty with my kid, doing something, you know? That's what I used to do. Absolutely. Because I just find it absolutely, like, I get, and honestly, I think the teachers should have their cell phones because you never know what's going to happen. Right. But they shouldn't be on it. Well, and it's not even, for me, it's not even teachers, like, on their phones, which, of course, I think if you're working, I don't think you should be using your phone. But for me, it's when you drive past a playground or something like that and you just see the teachers huddled together talking and then the kids playing. Yeah. I get it. You want to interact. They're your coworkers, what have you. Um, but I think especially if there's, like, parents around or, you know, you need to be aware. And where we live, I mean, we live in South Florida. It gets hot. It gets hot, hot, hot in the summer. So I get it. You know what? I don't expect these teachers that are you know, middle-aged or whatever to be outside running around with my daughter, like, that is fine. But you can take books outside um, and read in the shade. You can take Play-Doh outside. You can take bubbles. I mean, you can literally just stand there with a bubble wand, wand, and that is going to make the kids' faces light up and love it. It's something so simple. Yeah. You don't don't always have to just be, you know, running all around and and super athletic or engaged or anything like that. It's any body size can go out there and read books. Any body size can take chalk outside and play, markers. I mean, it's... Well, and then, then also on that, too, on the line of, like, picking up and everything and noticing, like, body languages and what the teachers are doing. And the thing that's, that's been driving me crazy is that 
like we have the app. We have an app. We have a, they, we get emails of our daughter every day, what she does, and everything mm-hmm. like that. But you remember, for a while, we were only getting nap time pictures, yeah. or we weren't even getting pictures from that day. You get like one picture a week. You get one picture a week when they're supposed to be sending them every day. And I understand it is hard, and I will give them that it is and hard. Pictures get busy, and, and you know sometimes they up. forget. But if so, if you forget. Please tell me how her day was. Like, oh, she really enjoyed reading this book about the cow. Or, oh, she really liked playing with the trucks today. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the issue that we are having with her classroom right now. It's, I mean, they're a great dad. They're a great duo. I mean, not, don't even get me started. That'll be, in a, in a second, I'll get to that. You know what I mean? But I, I just want to know about her day if you don't tell me if if a picture says a thousand words you're absolutely right Right. but at the same time tell me oh she really liked painting today oh she really liked doing her eating her oranges and then like on top of that we also get a daily sheet there's nothing on there all it says all it says is what how she was wet what time she had a bowel movement or if she needs extra clothes okay i appreciate that but if the teacher doesn't talk to us it's kind of hard when we pick up and we're like oh how was her day good yeah crickets (laughs) like like i mean even if you just give me something little i don't expect you know a full novel about we did this at this time and we read this book and then we did this and we did that i get it you've got you know 11 other kids in her classroom you can't give me a full exact rundown but just say hey we read the hungry caterpillar today and all the kids loved it it doesn't even just have to be like specifically her even you know just what you did as a class today because she is only one and a half so i'm not really getting much out of her in terms of what she did today (laughs) except for maybe mine (laughs) right i'm getting mine back but but then also then like you know it's just there was there's a big issue with her daycare it is a smaller daycare it's i we we both really like it we like the director we like everything about it but in her classroom right now from the infant room we had this sweet awesome teacher she was amazing she was amazing she She told us about a family member yeah she told us about her day it was great everything that we looked for and to be honest with you i had my doubts about her at first i'll give you that i did and i and i grilled them kind of hard but you you know you were rough i was but But, you know it's my first child like i i got to yeah but she was the sweetest like loves every single she's in the infant room and just loves every single baby like as if it's her own baby like yeah the sweetest but right now since she moved up and she's in the bigger classroom she is the littlest peanut in there let's put it that way um but her teachers is a mother and daughter combo with the mother's son in there it drives me crazy three generations so i got three the basically grandma mom and son all in all in her room so right there it's already telling me that my daughter is not priority. Right. And and we've already t- discussed this with the director and we got, you know, some BS answers back and everything like that. But you know what? For the location, for everything that we do, we're sticking it out because it is literally maybe... It's, it, has, it has way more pros than cons. Yeah. I mean, we, we do like the school. It's safe. We trust them, Like, which is really the most important thing is it safe and do you trust where you're leaving your child that's what it comes down to. yeah but but here's my thing about this why can't you put like one of them just one of them maybe the mom or the grandma doesn't matter because it is a smaller school they don't have multiple one-year-old rooms they don't have this Mm -hmm. they don't have that why not put one of them in a different classroom right 
I that's that's the that's the big issue that I had, and that's like the BS answer I got back. Well, because here from the, the director. Here's where it comes back to things that we know as a teacher that normal parents maybe wouldn't know. The mother daughter duo are going on vacation together, so of course for a week in their classroom. There's going to be different teachers, which some of them maybe the kids are familiar with because they know, some of them maybe not. So now for a full week, you're putting essentially strangers possibly, you know, with these kids. So that's going to throw them off. Their schedule is going to be thrown off because it's, you know, just different people. And one of the teachers that we know that are going into the classroom is someone that we know previously that we would not trust our child with. And she was she did not work at the daycare when we very first put our daughter in there and as soon as we knew that she was working there we immediately went to the director and was like look i don't know what's going on here but she is never to be alone with our child we yeah just, i mean there's been incidents, there's a lot of history with her there's a lot of issues won't be name names won't tell you anything that she's done but right. it it's just a little bit crazy and that's it's just one of the 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 cons about going to a smaller school and everything mm-hmm. like that but at the same time, and here's the other thing too, like floaters. Like I used to be, I started out as a floater when I was, and you know what? I didn't know every parent's name. I didn't know every child's name. But what I did is I smiled, I greeted them, I introduced myself. That's mm-hmm. the one thing I wish that like these people who are only in there for a short amount of time, that would just do. No, don't be bashful. You're with kids all day. Yeah. You're you're opening yourself up. You should also, this is, I'm entrusting you with my kid. You should, in, like, you should open up to me at least a little bit. And honestly, I mean, coming from a world where I obviously work with kids and then coming from a world where I work with adults, kids are a way tougher audience. I mean, adults... Adults can just accept it and move on. Well, they can just accept things and move on. They can hide their emotions. They... I mean, it's a different type of, you know, world because they can do things behind your back and whatever. But kids, no matter what, will tell it straight to your face. If you are reading a book and they hate it, they will get up and walk away. They will start talking over you like they, you know, like kids are a way harder audience. So if you've got the personality to work with kids, I kind of expect you to be able to. And that goes back to our lines of like communication and hoping that they would sit up and talk to us. Now, I thank you guys for listening, whoever that may be, but thank you. But next week, (laughs) (laughs) but for next week, what we're going to talk about is like feeding habits, going out to a restaurant with a one and a half year old, which we've already had plenty of fun with because we have tons of family that want to take us out to eat eat all the time and it's it's kind of difficult and you don't know what to do so we got some tips again the good the bad and the ugly thank you i'm david i'm trisha this is parenting overload